Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So there's an interesting thing. I was listening. I'm a big fan of like Cthulhu stuff. And one of the things I was listening to was somebody was complaining. You know, no one ever tells the story after Cthulhu awakes. They always tell the story of trying to keep Cthulhu asleep. Yes. And when asked about it, um, I can't remember which writer it was. It, was one of, it wasn't Lovecraft, because let's just be honest, Lovecraft isn't that great of a writer. <laughs> I'm going to get a hate mail for this, too. <laughs> I like Lovecraft. Shut up. Anyway, but he wasn't, he's not, he's an okay writer, okay? Yes. And, uh, but there have been writers after him that have done really good jobs in that entire genre, like Michael <laughs> Shea and some others. And when I asked about it, I think it was Michael Shea, and he actually said, I'm not that good of a writer. I'm not good enough to tell that story. And so sometimes you can have an idea so good, and then you have to realize, I'm not good enough to tell that story. Exactly. And not like you won't ever be good enough to tell a story, or maybe you'll never be good enough to tell a story. I don't know. But you have to realize and go, I can't tell that story today. So I can't tell Game of Thrones yes. in, a, in, a, in, a, in a game. I just can't do it. Yeah. Um, I can't write Game of Thrones. I'm not Martin. I mean, I'm just not. And so instead, I will take Game of Thrones down to maybe three different kingdoms, not seven plus one across the sea. Yes. Maybe maybe they only have two or three bannermen that I only care about. And so yeah. now I've t- I'm now I've shrunken the world from three thousand NPCs I have to care about to like twelve. Exactly. And some nameless folks, right? Some <laughs> to then mix genres. Some red shirts I can throw in just for the point of dying. Yeah. Um you know, but I don't have to do character background on more than twelve people. And I can handle twelve people. Not all at once. Yeah. But, but at the same time, you can if your players have watched Game of Thrones, yes. you can pull those concepts in and they'll instantly resonate with the players. So that does make life easier, because then you can pull in like, oh, here's a woman in a red dress. She does magic, and everyone goes, Oh, the red woman is like pretty much and a little different. Yeah. <laughs> but but ninety percent of your work on that NPC is already done for you because they have the players have this concept of who this is. Right, which makes your life a lot easier, too, because then you're not having to... Let's just be honest. Creating a memorable NPC is hard if you try to do it without any help from media, any outside exactly. any outside people whatsoever. It's not that hard, though, if you are taking existing characters, existing concepts, and plugging them in and letting your players immediately go, Oh, so this is a Jon Snow type of character. Exactly. Yes, this is a Jon Snow type of character. And no, I'm not promising that he's going to resurrect or not. I'm not doing that part of it. But he is he, 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 is, a, he is an orphan, sort of. He yeah. does have this really colorful backstory. I probably won't even... I probably wouldn't even... John, like a Jon Snow type of character. I probably wouldn't even try to do the, like, the weird parental thing. Because yeah. it's too obvious. Yeah. It's not foreshadowing. It's conclusion. Exactly. But, but they still have the his personality in their minds and right. they will react to him and and you've you've built in a personality for him that you don't have to then role play out right to to that great extent because because the players do that for you yes the players do the work for you in creating these characters and creating the world in this concept so what i would do then if i'm going to use if i'm going to base my characters on very well known characters mm. what i like to do when we're doing like the lexicon Yep. Uh, at the very beginning. Um, I think Lexicon was like the second or third podcast on here, so go back and find it. Go to SkullRPG.com slash resources. You'll see the word Lexicon at the top. You can read all about Lexicon. It's a fantastic tool. But when you're doing the Lexicon game before you do your real game, you could literally just state, 
I'm going to be pulling NPC archetypes mm-hmm. from these worlds. Exactly. That doesn't mean if you see, you know, Mal from Firefly join <laughs> in that he has all the baggage that Mal has. Yes. It doesn't mean if I pull Jon Snow that he's going to be a resurrecting character and he's going to die and he has all this parental yes. hitch. No. I need you to think about somebody who's a loner, who's intelligent, who keeps to himself, and when the time is right, he's brave, he'll do what's right, he'll stand up. Exactly. But he doesn't have a dire wolf. No. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, but but again, you know, by pulling these concepts into your game, the work is done for you. Yeah. And especially when the players will say, oh, this reminds me of this one. And even if it's not someone you, you were, were thinking about at the time, you know who that person is. Hopefully. You, yeah. You know who Jon <laughs> Snow is. You've watched Game of Thrones. Right. Suddenly, you're like, okay, I know how I need to act, how I need to role play. I need to act like Jon Snow would. Yeah, you I'm know. okay with this guy. Or if you're not okay with that person being Jon Snow because of your storyline, yeah. you may need to go, okay, hold up. Let's just stop for a second. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This person's. Let me just let me just retry this because I think I said brown hair, brown eyes. You jumped to John Snow, but that's not a John Snow character. That's just a dude with brown hair, brown eyes. Yes, and you know, <laughs> and, and don't be afraid to stop the game to clarify points. Absolutely, because I, otherwise you live with them. I mean, I I I go with this a lot all the time in my game. I do I do recaps in the middle of my game all the time. Where my players look at me and say, I don't, we don't know what to do. And so what I like to do at that point is I, I just go back through and I restate. Here's what you know. Here's what you know. Exactly. I restate yep. information. This happened. This happened. You found out this piece. You found out this piece. So what do you want to do? And then a lot of times they're like, oh, I forgot about this piece of information. Right. Because to be fair, your character just found out about it let's say, two days ago in game time, but you haven't played because of illness or vacations or holidays or pandemics, uh, and you haven't seen each other in three weeks, four weeks, five months, and, of course, you've forgotten it because life has happened, but your character, and as the game master, your role is to remember at least the high points, no matter how improv you are. Exactly. (laughs) The high points are you discovered this piece of information, this piece of information, and then you thought that about these two things. You don't know anything about it yet, but you do know that, like, hey... You saw this weird conversation between these two characters, and these guys shouldn't be talking. So, what do you want to do now? Yeah. Oh, I want to go investigate those two characters. Cool. How? I want to. I want to basically tail them. I want to stalk them. I want to yeah. whatever. Good. Okay. Well, we'll do surveillance roles then. Well, yeah. Can you can you follow them to where they're going? Exactly. Oh, that's weird. They walk into this weird bar. You know, they shouldn't be here either. You know, what are you doing? Yeah. And now okay. the game's rolling again. And and a lot of times, you know, the players will fixate on a piece of information that it's I would meaningless and <laughs> by by the way I do it suddenly that it was meaningless but suddenly I build the, the entire rest of the session around that piece of information because it's important to them and so it must be important to the game you know and that's another thing we talked about this in another episode was kind of figuring out what your players are fixated on and giving them the opportunity to just be fixated on it Exactly. And so one of the things we brought up was the game session that we're all involved in right now. The tavern. The tavern. Yes. Just adding a handful of dialogue of, oh, that door's no longer wood. It's this intricate copper door. So yeah. now you have something for the tavern. Or, oh, look, there's a dice game on the table. 
after you cleared it out full of people, do you want to take it? Because you could use it in your tavern, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and because, honestly, you're just throwing characters' bones that don't break your game. Yes. I mean, who cares if there's 14 copper doors now in a dungeon because they want to haul them all out? <laughs> I mean, in yeah. fact, I'd make a fun little thing where I'd be like, oh, as you're hauling out the copper doors, so-and-so is jumping you and you're getting attacked from behind now because yeah. you, you know, you spent six hours, you know, you spent like four spells getting the copper doors off of the stupid hinges. So now you have, you're down on spells and you're wasting time and you weren't quiet about it. Yeah. I mean, my God, two <laughs> copper doors hit the stone, the stone floor. Exactly. You can't tell me that didn't make any noise. I yep. mean, <laughs> Exactly. So what happens? Stuff happens now. Yeah. But yeah, you can take this improv and go, oh, my players are fixated. Cool. Now and they're it, interested. I'd rather have interested players on something that's meaningless than uninterested players on stuff that is meaningful. Exactly. It's all about learning to engage your players and finding what works best to engage them. You know, And it that changes session by session sometimes. Yep. And on that note, I'll thank you, Matt, for that insight. Yep. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to skullrpg.com. Hey, thanks for listening.